It's another edition of Baseball and Beyond, and today a World Series MVP, one of my all-time favorite players and favorite people. David Eckstein, welcome back to St. Louis. Thank you, Brad. I really appreciate that. How excited are you to be on the podcast? I, I am thrilled. This is probably one of my Lifetime Achievement Awards, <laughs> to be actually be on your podcast. Yes, well, it's a new it's a new age, but uh, it's always good seeing you back. You're here for Christian Day, uh, which this has been taped, so that was back in August. But just tell us a little bit about what uh, what brought you back to, for uh, Christian Day. Yes, I mean, I was, they reached out to me and asked if I could um, speak and just basically um, talk a little bit about my faith and my career and what and how they both like to coincide it. So it's something that. You know, in the past, I've been very private about, but it's one of those things like just talking with my family and my um, my mom, my wife. You know, what I mean, they think that you know, I mean, this might be a good time to start. You know, actually going out there and and speaking on it a little bit more. And the term "scrappy" is always <laughs> brought up with you, and I always wonder. I wonder if he gets sick of that. Do you get sick of that term, or is that you are literally ultimate scrappy MVP Hall of Fame guy? <laughs> Thank you. I, I actually embody that term because. If anybody sees me, I mean, I'm not the biggest, I wasn't the fastest, I wasn't the best out there. But when I hear the word scrappy, it meant that I, I gave you everything I had every single day in trying to help the club win. So I actually love that term. A walk-on. I mean, that is something that we can't believe anytime we read about it. But tell us a little bit back, back then what it was like to have to convince people that you can play this game. It, it was. You know, coming out of high school, you mean, I thought that I would have an, a, a baseball scholarship offer, and you know, but I knew I needed to go to Division One. And when no one came knocking, it was one of those things that um, put a plan in place. And it was like my entire family had gone to University of Florida, so it was time for me to follow in their footsteps and try to um, – find a way to get on that on that team and it was one of those things that I felt like I had to prove myself so if I went to a lesser school that people would always question oh the talent wasn't as good so it was one of those things that I um, you know very fortunate um, some breaks fell my way that put me in the position to be in front of the coaches to see what I could do and I was able to make the club at, at the age early age Obviously, you're, you're not as tall, you're not as big, so is this something that you used every day as a motivating thing, and it, and it's, I mean, it works, right? It, it definitely does. You know, I knew I was never going to be that guy that shows up and, you know, just raw talent alone, like, impress people. I knew it was something that I had to, I mean, very specifically, you know, learn the game at a higher level than anybody else, because the one thing that I could do and that anybody can do that plays, they can actually be in the right spot at the right time on every single play, and when, and when they're hitting they can actually do the right thing and put themselves in the best position to help the club win. And that's where I really took a love to, like how to learn the game so that I put myself in a position to be successful and in the right spot. And so that's something, yeah, at a young age, I mean, my Little League coach did not allow us to bring our bat to practice. You know, we had to only worry about playing defense and, and being in the right spot at the right time. Well, they could use some defense on the Cardinals this year. It's not the same, but uh, don't want to pass over the Angels stuff, but I think a lot of people will be listening from St. Louis. You get here in 05, and you're put right in the middle of a great team. And talk about what it meant that, you know, they had just lost Edgar Renteria, and they come to you, and they say, we want you to be the guy. That That's a uh, big shoes to fill, but you'd had a pretty good career going out there in, in L.A. already. Yeah, you know, I mean, I was, I was so ecstatic, you know, um, especially since the kind of the way I got over here. You know, the Angels did not tender me a contract, so I became a free agent, and within days the Cardinals reached out and the and the, the the key to what they did was they wanted me just to be me. 
You know what I mean? They had enough players. You know, they had the superstars. They had the Rollins, the Pools, the Edmonds, the Reggie Sanders, and Larry Walkers. They didn't need me to be any more than just myself. And coming into this club, and I've said this many times, that was probably the most talented club I've ever played on. And I was able to go out there and just be myself and not try to do anything that I wasn't able to do. And, and, and then, you know, as soon as I stepped out on that stage in the winter warm-up, getting the standing ovation from the crowd, I mean, um, the love and the support from the fans were there immediately, so I knew I'd made the right choice. Well, and this town obviously embraces <laughs> that. Uh, but 05, I mean, it's just 04 also. You weren't here for that, but 05. Just tell me a little bit about what it was like at the end of October when you guys leave Old Bush and they're tearing it down five days later, and you guys know that how do these two teams not win? I mean, these are the two best teams uh, including maybe, and then you put the 80s teams in there that just didn't win, but I think people love those teams. Uh, we'll talk about 06 in a second, but just those two were just so good. Yeah, that, I mean, that club in 05, it, it was one of those things that just shows you why you have to play the game because it was the best team I've ever played on. And and especially after Albert hitting that home run in game five, I thought we were definitely a team of destiny, that we were going to come back home, win the next two, and head our ways to the World Series. And then when Roy Oswalt came out and pitched the game he pitched, and, you know, all of a sudden the final out was made and your season's over, um, it's one of those things um, that even my wife would tell you, you know, I mean, it's about a month worth of depression afterwards because I promise you, you put so much into it, you fully believe you're going to win, even out, even up to that final out. And when it didn't happen, it's like, oh my gosh. And then, like you said, you know, they're tearing down Bush Stadium. We're gonna, they're gonna rebuild, they're gonna build a brand new stadium for us. And so it was like, you know, we're ending history today, and then following year, starting up a new one. 06, uh, the team has been back together. That was so neat to see you guys all together. And uh, when you looked at the, the group that was here, that was a mishmash. I mean, 05 was a team, 04 was a team, but you had uh, new guys in Spezio, Miles. I mean, that was a mishmash. You had the uh, bullpen of uh, Josh Kenny and, and Chris Duncan. I mean, that was, a f- I, that was my first year that I got to travel with the team, so I saw some fun stuff as well. But tell me a little bit about the reunion and just thinking back 10 years ago about, about that team. You mean going back to that 05 club, that's why you play the games. You know what I mean? We show up, and, it, and it's definitely you know a little bit different group, you know. Um, guys that many people might not have known um, as well um, compared to the guys we had before. But um, it was one of those teams that came together. You know, I mean, we made some great, you know, pickups um, throughout the season as well, you know, picking up a Jeff Weaver, picking up a Ronnie Belliard and guys like that, and then a Preston Wilson, you know, guys that really added energy to our club. And, and then, like you said, you know, being back here, a couple weeks ago and seeing everybody and seeing what we were able to accomplish and then seeing the fans response you know still 10 years later just shows you um, what a special time that was and what a special moment it was especially within the Cardinal history. I think reunions have to be the most fun because you guys just kind of haven't you don't really get to talk to these guys and to see them back and do the things that you did and basically like it's 06 again what was it just tell me that the feeling that that you know that that group those 25 guys 30 guys you look at each other and you all had that huge part on that team yeah that's one thing you know um i'm not sure if the fans really realize like once once the year in and everyone over time goes their separate way the contact is actually less and less so a lot of those guys you mean legitimately i've seen for the first time since since actually playing the game because you really you know, I mean, just life gets busy. And so coming back together and then just reliving, you know, some of the some of the great stories that we had throughout the year, um, 
that you know you kind of not you can't really talk about on on tape or anything <laughs> like that. And just seeing the guys, seeing you mean seeing the guys smile. Um, I know I know I probably smiled as much as I have all year because it brings such back such great memories and um godly it's one of those things that was funny especially with the wives that were here they were hoping like can we do this every five years because it's just something that doesn't happen and and you know we were able to um produce something special and then coming back together as one to relive it yeah we felt like it was back in 06 yeah, and there was so much talent obviously but the chemistry like i said the mishmash when you have characters uh, like, like i said a spezio a mile there was characters what and tell me i know a lot of people talk about chemistry what is that's a big deal right i mean it's a it's a huge deal you mean what what team chemistry is is that basically everyone coming into the clubhouse with one mission and that's winning and and who knows what what that might bring it might be like you're talking about a scott spezio scott had the uncanny ability to keep everybody loose no matter what the situation was because because he was nuts he was downright <laughs> crazy and we loved him you know and and i think you mean another one you know chris duckin the you mean he was young in his career and that naiveness you know just sitting there what what who cares you know i'm going to hit here give me the bat let me swing you know stuff like that it really loosens up a veteran club but then within the veterans who are you know who have been through this and understand that hey we really need to go out there and and stay focused it was a great mix and then I mean like you said adding adding a a Preston Wilson especially at that time when we were just struggling that that extra boost of energy I don't know if you saw him play but it was one of those things that when he stepped on the field it was almost kind of electric and and bringing that late in the season just helped us find a way to get into the playoffs and then Jeff Weaver you know what do you want to say but then you had the consistency you know, of an Albert Pujols, Yadier Molina, guys like that that really, you know, anchored the club as well. So it was it was a lot of fun. It's been about 110, 115 World Series, uh, maybe 100 MVPs. You're one of them. I mean, that that to me shows exactly the talent of the team. We talked about Molina; he had a great series. Uh, Roland X, uh, Edmonds, uh, Juan Encarnacion had. But you, to me, that embodies everything about that team that you win the MVP. Just how excited was that? How often do you think about that? Uh, that 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 you were the guy that they gave that trophy to. Yeah, I mean, you, you said it, and I've said this many times. You know, um, what Yadi, what Yadier did that entire playoffs, including what he did in the World Series, getting that pitching staff that no one by that point, no one really knew in that bullpen, to get them to throw the pitches the way they threw them to put us in a position to win. You know, I I would have been like. You know, there's a good chance he he was probably the MVP, and so. But then when they called my name, I promise you, it was something that I was basically stunned. It was something I've never dreamed about before, and 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 probably did not realize it until I actually stopped playing because I would never let myself go back in that moment. But ever since I've been done playing, it does come up all the time. You know, whenever I I get introduced, that's what I get introduced as, and and it does bring back a lot of fond memories and and. Mm, I'm still a little bit stunned that that's um, I was actually picked for that. And the car, everyone yeah. I told that, that I was at interviewing you, I said, well, what do you do with the car? So did you, you, ever, you never drove it, right? I don't believe, right? Yeah, I've never driven the car. It's in my garage right now. I, I gave it to my brother, Rick. My brother um, moved out of Florida, but he left it there in my garage. And so, but basically, um, it, it's, they let me, they actually gave me, the manual, uh, a booklet, and let me pick out cars. So the car is black on black, with, um, and then they gave me five thousand dollars to engrave it as my own. 
And so basically, um, we took out the seats and we and we were able to um, embroider, um, you know, my name with the World Series MVP and the MLB logo. So in both head, heads of both seats, that's what's in it. So that's what the car is doing right now. My brother just got a new job, so he's going to be returning back to Florida, and I'm hoping he takes the car out of my garage so that the car actually gets driven. There you go. I also think it's crazy that uh, we had another World Series five years later, and David Freeze does his thing, and you're in the ballpark. And I, yes. I talked to you earlier this year about it, and you said it was like watching an out-of-body experience because it was like I, I, I got to see what it looked like. What was that like for you to be in the stands as a Cardinal fan at that point? Like, uh, I was one of the biggest fans of baseball growing up. And you hate to say it, when you start playing the game, you kind of lose a little bit of that fanness that you've in, um, embodied prior to coming in. And so um, it was my first, basically, actually my second game back to, 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 to watch a game after I was done playing. And I came in, and I'm sitting up there. And I tell you, I felt like a little kid again, um, watching David do what he did, especially in the ninth inning, to come back and then hit, hit the walk-off. I was sitting there screaming and cheering. I was getting chills just watching the Cardinals fans because as a player, you never really see it from that side of things. And I'm telling you right now, um, like that night really brought back the love of the game for me once again and seeing what Cardinal Nation was able to do. I, I It was, you know, till, to this day, probably one of my, the best games I've ever been at. So what are you doing now? I know Ashley's got something huge going on that's going to make you millions of dollars. You'll never <laughs> have to work ever again. So you, what are you up to? And then tell us what Ashley's up to because I think I've heard this. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, so so basically I um, – when, I, when I'm back in Florida, I volunteer at the local high school that I played at, and so I go and help that baseball team out. And then during the um, summer times, I help out with the 18U USA Club to um, help select the club. Last year I helped coach. This year I'll just help um, pick the team. And so being around that type of a talent, you know, the next upcoming um, MLB draft picks, it, it's been a lot of fun. But Ash, I mean, Ash started her company called Her Universe. Um, we do female sci-fi apparel. Um, and so we're, we're all around. We're all around. It's been going really good. It was a niche that no one was filling for this woman. And so um, she came up with the idea. We go to cons now. We're all in the sci-fi world. So it's been a lot of fun for the both of us. You guys are so much fun. Uh, do these kids know who you are? Do you have to pull out a tape? I mean, do they know who David Eckstein is? Um, some do. You might have to, like, you know, say, hey, and, and they'll go look on 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 YouTube or something like that, but it's kind of funny to see um, the reaction. I was helping out with a summer league team this 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 past summer, and so um, I was introduced, talked a little bit, and then the dad grabs me about a week later, and he said his son came home and said my name. He had no clue who I was, and then he about freaked out once he looked me up. So it was one of those things, you know. You know, it has been ten, you know what six years since I've stopped playing so yeah you kind of fall out of the memory of these young kids and stuff like that but the one thing if you ever get on the field with me I try to be just as young as them because they definitely want to be see what you can actually do they don't like to be just told they want to see it by you and so that's what I try to do.
And lastly, if they go to YouTube, they can see that you were an actor in She Spies. <laughs> you did uh, some wrestling work also. Did uh, any of that kind of coming back into your, uh, to your, uh, what you're doing in your arsenal these days? Um, I, I think acting is probably the, the furthest thing from my next career. Um, when you have a wife as an actress, you get cri- very overly critiqued and makes me know that I'm not, I will never be an actor. So, um, but no, um, I don't really see any of that. I just see uh, myself behind watching Ash do her stuff. It's, it's great seeing you all the time. I think Joe Pfeiffer back here is giving us the rap cue. You're going to sign some stuff, but yeah. it's always a, always a pleasure, and, and thanks for coming. And you, you have family in town, so you're here more than we've ever, uh, we knew, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, my wife's um, family lives here in Chesterfield. Um, and so, yeah, we're, we're back and forth more often than people think. That's awesome. Well, it's great seeing you. Always a pleasure. It's the MVP of the 2006 World Series, David Eckstein. We thank him for joining us on Baseball and Beyond. Subscribe on iTunes and follow me on Twitter at Brad Strobiger. Thanks for listening.